Hi guys, first off, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the first ever Desi Fluencer podcast, the podcast for South Asian artists and creatives. Oh my god, that name though. So yes, I literally took Desi and Influencer and made my own damn word because why not? So here's the tea. Unlike a traditional podcast setting, my goal is to make these short, sweet, and to the point because I know how busy everyone is and let's face it, you just want the answer to your questions. So let's get started. How to get your socials to stand out is honestly one of my favorite topics, so I'm so excited to be starting my podcast with it. I want you to take a second and think about a bunch of creatives or influencers in your niche. And I want you to think about one thing you like about them and whether that's their feed, their brand aesthetic, the way they deliver their content, whatever that is. Whenever you're done compiling that list, you're gonna realize that you don't have the same reason for each of your favorite creatives. That's because each individual artist has something that makes them stand out. So I want you to ask yourself the same question. What do you bring to the table that no one else has? And I know that's like a really deep question, (laughs) but I want you to really stop and think, even write this down if you can. What do you bring to the table? Okay, I have a really weird analogy, but just like roll with me on it and stick through. Think of social media as this giant food stand. Okay, like this food market with all these different stalls of different cuisines. Um, Let's stick with Desi Cuisine because it's a South Asian podcast. So let's imagine there is this like banging Maggie noodle stand next to you. And you have these imitation Hakka noodles that taste nothing like the Maggie, but it's trying to replicate the Maggie. So what I thought I was going with, at least with that analogy, is that if you try extremely hard to replicate mainstream ideas, aesthetics, and creative processes, you kind of lose sight of what makes you, you. So regardless of what field you're in, for example, mine is dance, as we all know, I know that if I had to choose between hopping on a trend that my entire feed is covered with right now, or creating a piece, investing in a piece, I should say, of my own content, I would always go with the latter. So I would always invest in my own content or do something to make my own content stand out rather than me dancing to a trend right now. I would invest more in a one minute video of my own choreography because a trend always fades out and it always dies out eventually, but your branding and identity are what are gonna keep you there long-term. So going back to my food analogy, (laughs) let's pretend that your followers, you wanna think of your followers right now, are hungry people at this food market, place, whatever. What are you giving them that's different from everyone else? More importantly, going back to the food analogy, what are you giving them that makes them say, I want seconds, or back to our followers, I wanna come back to this page and engage with this content over and over again. So if you're imitating your favorite creative, your favorite influencer, you're not really bringing anything different to the table. And if you're not doing anything different, how are you going to stand out? If a post isn't getting the engagement or the reach you want it to, that doesn't mean that the content or the idea behind it was bad. 
One of the biggest things they don't tell you about getting your content to stand out is that one, you need to engage to get engagement. And I'm going to say that again, you need to engage to get engagement Two, offer incentive, or at least invite to engage. So you got to invite to engage people with your content. So also one important thing you want to remember here is people are taking the time out of their day to engage with your work. A strong engagement and admiration for your work stems from a following that you have nourished over time. So you want to think of your followers here as your customers or your clients or your consumers. We can also say consumers because they do consume your content, right? So if you are not giving them customer satisfaction, if you're not thanking them every time they compliment you or reaching out to them when they took the time to say or share your work at least, you're not keeping happy consumers. So you're not really nourishing that relationship over time. And if you're being really ingenuine about it and being like heart eyes or smiley face when they took the time to say something really sweet about your work, you're not building that nourishing relationship and you're not keeping a sustainable following. So you want to think about the fact that you have to engage to get engagement, but to offer them some incentive or kind of give them like, comment for this, comment your favorite memory, comment that. It helps not only boost you in the algorithm, but it helps you be a little bit more relatable as a person and as a brand if you're representing a brand. My second major tip is to specialize. So I see a lot of people who say they want their videos to stand out. They want more views, they want more comments, they want more engagement. So in my case, dance videos, because I'm a dancer, so a lot of dancers tell me I want more views. Why are my reels doing so poorly? Why is this not getting the reach it deserves? It's a trend, I use trending audio. But they also constantly use their Instagram for different uses. So if you're trying to make your content or your brand or your creative outlet or your Etsy shop stand out, you need to start treating it professionally. But also, and I hate to say this phrase, and I know you're probably going to hate hearing it, but you got to listen to it. You have to niche down. And I know that phrase is super overused, but you definitely do need to know who your target audience is if you want to attract them. So already have in mind who you're trying to engage with, like make up a fake person and this is like my ideal follower and talk to them. Try to think of what content you'd post to attract them. Going back <laughs> to our food analogy, I definitely need to like eat lunch after this. Well, let's say you're craving some authentic Chinese food and you're like, this is all you want. You don't want anything else. Are you going to go to an international all-you-can-eat buffet or a specialized restaurant for authentic Chinese food? You're going to go to the second one, right? The specialized restaurant. So just like your consumers and followers go to their page, your page, excuse me, they need to know what they're getting out of it. So they should have a clear, consistent idea. You can, you can change your image, of course, but you cannot constantly change your image overnight. You will never have a steady following that way. Now, that doesn't mean to say you can't post your vacays, your personal trips, and whatever, etc. Of course you can, but establish the main purpose of your page. If you are a dancer one day, you can't suddenly post one dance video and have the rest all be makeup tutorials or vacay pics. You're 
content needs to be at least 80% of what you are there to do, what your brand is there to do, what your consumers came to consume. My third and my last tip to stand out really depends on you and your overall goals with what your social media is there to do. Once you define those goals, you need to make accessibility to them clear for your followers. Going back to myself, if you're like me and a dancer and I want people to sign up for my class, I'm going to provide straightforward access, one, two, three, for them to do so simply by just going on my feed, seeing my story, clicking my website. If you want someone to buy from your Etsy shop, your link has to be in your bio and your work on your feed so people will see it more often. If you're a creative who just wants more views, likes, and comments, and honestly, who doesn't want that? Are you engaging with the people who engaged with you? Are you engaging with people in your niche? Are you supporting the work of people who took the time to comment on your page? Are you sharing posts with a hook caption that makes users stop scrolling to see what you have to say? I want you to ask yourself all of these questions. And I want you to think, what is your goal with social media? Don't tell me you just want 10K followers just to have followers. What are you going to do with that following? What difference are you going to make with your feed? What change are you going to bring? I know that sounded way deeper than it intended to. My bad. But unless you have an end goal, you're never going to see the end result of your page. It's never going to be clear. You're just constantly going to post content and it's not going to feel rewarding. The moment you kind of set your goals, your, your desires, your inspirations for what you want your page to be, not even a year, six months from now, everything will be so much clearer. Don't just shoot for numbers, shoot for results and shoot for real people. That was it for my first ever Desi Fluencer podcast. I want to take the time to thank each of you for listening and supporting this podcast. Hopefully you left with some more creative insight on how to make your content stand out. I am always down for new topic ideas. So if you have an idea for my next episode or someone you want to hear on here as an interview, don't hesitate to DM or email me. Thanks for listening.